0: Spread your jams and drizzle your syrups. Why is it so sticky? It's Matt and Alex all day
1: breakfast. G'day, I hope you're doing well. Uh, I hope your morning's great, etc., etc. Alex Dyson, big question here. How do you
2: send crabs? Well, certainly not like the person whose viral video I saw the other week on the uh, the, the luggage collection conveyor belt, just <laughs> yes. just muddies going everywhere. <laughs> well, I'm I got the same concerns
1: because uh, the Daddy Mac went out uh, la- over the last week hitting up uh, one of his favourite secret spots. I'm not going to name it. Well, for yeah. those of
2: you who don't know, Matt O'Kane's father, hell of a mud crabber, loves catching yes. a mud crab. He had some serious
1: luck as well over the past few days, picking up a good little collection of muddies. All A grade, he tells me. Oh. All A grade. Of course. I would hopefully
2: get an A plus. Hopefully. (laughs)
1: Well, I'm not going to get any of them. I'm failing right now because because I mean you know he's in Queensland I'm in New South Wales I don't know what what how I'm supposed to get him and well I mean you no know way
2: post is delayed all over the shop you know, it as a blessing my friends
1: why because I was why?
2: stuck at home waiting for a package the other day oh just make sure you're home for this Ugh. package arriving they don't tell you anything you just got to be there all day I duck out quickly to the shops it arrived at that time. Oh,
1: no. Well, maybe the the post person was, you know, in the back of their truck wrestling with some loose mud crabs that had been sent by (laughs) a dad to his son. Who knows? Uh, Apologies if you are a vegan. Um, (laughs) We are going to – I do mean that. I do, genuinely. Um, There will be no vegan shaming here. Just I just like crabs. Hey, big show. um, We're going to be chatting about a uh, club that's doing something different in the light of – The restrictions or lack thereof.
2: Yeah, that's easing up. And we're going to be taking a leaf out of uh, the Dutch books very, very soon. We've got an exclusive. I don't know if it's exclusive, but we've got a massive interview with the photographer who has captured uh, something very rare on camera, something which could finally solve a myth that has been plaguing Australia for almost a century. So you're going to be talking to them and our... uh, Speaking of the Daddy Mac, we've also got the the Sammy Mac. Sam Mac, Sunrise Weather Presenter, will be joining us as well. The man knows a temperature and also knows a novelty song. And given we're uh, asking you uh, to let us know which song that you sing around the house that we should make into a hit, we thought we'd check in with uh, one of Australia's best to find out exactly how it should be done.
1: This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Excited to join you.
3: Here we go, here we go,
2: here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Matt Okine, going into the weekends. people trying to figure out what to do. I mean, footy is back, exciting times, so could be doing that potentially. You might be having a few quiet drinks and a meal, depending on where you are in the country. Uh, Or if you're in Holland or the Netherlands, you could be going out to nightclubs because despite the fact... Nightclubs, ad- as we know them, aren't able to exist. Matt, I tell you what: the Dutch know their way around a uh, a club, and they've managed to come up with a pretty novel idea to get nightclubs back on their feet. Yeah, it's called the Dawn notion, right? Dawn notion.
1: Dawn translates to Sleeping Beauty. Reopened its doors. They're allowed to have thirty guests, okay, inside their venue, just and just to keep the uh, crowds at bay. And people can enjoy their night, but the rule is they have to dance while seated in chairs.
2: Now, that's the interesting thing, because looking through all the um, regulations coming through, one of the tricky things that people do not want is people mingling too much, okay? Whether it's, you know, as I mentioned, having a meal with your drink, you know, you're seated, you're seated, you're sitting there with your friends and you're not moving too much, your table service so the people come to you, or whether it's, you know, you're going to the theatre, I know they're encouraging a lot of people to get rid of the lobbies so people don't mingle, it's straight into the cinema, mm. into your seats, straight out. Nightclubs, it's more difficult, but this we've seen a photo of this club, just seats on the dance floor, which are five feet apart, a metre and a half apart, and uh, people can only dance in their chairs. Yeah, the
1: DJ's <laughs> up the front on the decks, uh, on the platters that matter, really ripping it up. <laughs> And I mean, the thing is, the room looks like what it looks like if you go and get tested, right? Because I went and got tested. What for? And for COVID. For COVID, right? This is when I came back from Fiji, and uh, we all had to sit in a room, and it's all very white. It's all very like sterile, you know. Mm. There's no lights. There's no like like strobes. <laughs> well, I'm I re- mean, if there was a, if so. there was a bro up the front dropping some absolute
2: heat beads <laughs> on us.
1: I'd go get tested every day just for um, the
2: sake of it. So instead of, you know, bringing other things to the nightclub, you should bring this nightclub set up to the, the waiting room at the exactly. uh, at the clinic. All right, well. Exactly. But knowing the future
1: of what nightclubs might look like and, and being forced to dance in our chairs... Well, they highlighted something.
2: Yeah. It could be something away for potentially, you know, Splendour in the Grass just announcing this week that uh, they're not going ahead in 2020. Their original postponement Mm. to October is not going to be good enough. Whether this new uh, craze out of of the Netherlands means that just in the amphitheater you have like a lot of trestle (laughs) chairs set up. (laughs) Little fold-up ones. (laughs) Exactly. All the (laughs) way to the back. We do not know. But we're very familiar with people dancing in their chairs from our time on Triple J. A lot of people driving to work. I mean, Mm. as you said, we're no strangers to dropping some heat beads on people. No, and Um, just to
1: think that this is the future. I know. getting me quite down, to be
2: honest. Oh, really? Why Why is that? I mean... Well,
1: just to think that those classy movements, those jagged squares you might be cutting, it's all just confined to the chair, and it's just making me realize that this is another dark day in furniture dancing history.
2: Really? What are the other dark days in furniture dancing history?
1: 12th of December 2019. (laughs) Wales Online reports that a Coyote Ugly bar in Cardiff was fined £66,000 after two dancers fell off the wet bar while dancing. District Judge Khan said he did not want to sound like the fun police. (laughs) but health and safety has to come first. 8th of April, 2003, Jennifer Lopez's f- um, film clip for the song I'm Glad replicates several scenes from the movie Flashdance, including the iconic water scene, which has Jennifer Beale dancing on a chair, being showered with water. Despite the film clip being intended as a tribute to the classic 1982 film, J.Lo got sued.
2: Dark days in... Furniture Dancing History.
1: May 23rd, 2005. You'll know this one. Uh oh. Two words Tom Cruise and (gasps) Oprah.
2: Something happened to you. I'm in love.
1: (laughs) I'm in love.
2: Have you ever felt this way? The (laughs)
1: boy
3: is gone.
1: The boy is gone. That's right. That was the beginning of the end for our man Cruz. <laughs> that really started the whole wave of uh, of conspiracies against Cruz, anti-cruz sentiment. Poor guys wanted to express, yeah, jumping on the couch, Oprah's couch, That's dancing it. with excitement. Definitely it was a dark day. Truly was. <laughs> Sixteenth of June, nineteen seventy-eight. The song "Summer Nights" uh, is released in the movie *Grease*. While Sandy and her friends are dancing on outdoor lunch benches, <laughs> well <well-o>, sings. Well-o. <laughs> Tell me more. Danny sings, played by John Travolta. I saved her life. She nearly drowned. Thirty-eight years later, a conspiracy kicks off that Sandy actually dies in that particular fling. She does drown, and the whole movie is set in her head as she dies on the oh! beach. Oh! Wow, that's a game-changer
2: right there. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and and yeah, look it up. The conspiracy, the <laughs> Greece conspiracy. And the final one, 10th of August, 1997, Shane Warne, Shane Warren, Stump Dance. Do you remember this one? Performs oh, his man. now infamous Stump Dance atop a chair on the change room balcony after the Aussies win the Ashes. Yeah, Sam Sam Kavar produces in here doing the Stump Dance. Well, plenty of celebrations uh, going on here at Trent Bridge. A lot of Australians in the crowd. They've just sung Advanced Australia Fair. The reason for that... Uh, Australia have won by 264 runs if you uh, hadn't worked that out from Shane Warne's uh, jubilation. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. It's one of the the most well-known infamous moments. Goes down as one of uh, Warney's most embarrassing moments and as one blogger put it, not my words, but there's described by some as some quality dick watery. (laughs)
2: Thank you very much, Matt O'Kine, for giving us the uh, the five darkest days in chair dancing history. Hopefully the club in in uh, the Netherlands doesn't befall uh, <laughs> one of your <laughs> Any future fights. lists. But shout-outs to <laughs> the club in Cairns that I went to, which had signs plastered up, which was, Dance on tables at own risk. Yes. Good old Cairns. <laughs> 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 it's All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex.
3: Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt
2: anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, Matt O'Kine, you know what? We love music. So much so that we are guilty, like many people, of singing songs about the mundane task that we're doing at the time. And we thought, why don't we take that and take Australia's mundane songs and try and make an absolute heaver out of them? Yeah,
1: I mean, oh, gosh. Uh, We are a nation of uh, compost heap, given that we have many earworms in our heads,
2: Uh, and we... Come on, (laughs) come on, put down your grey lead, get rid of your uh, shoelaces picture, because you were drawing a long bow, my friends. (laughs) We...
1: All right, we're talking songs. Alex Dyson made up a song when he was in the shower, singing, putting on
2: his shampoo. I make, I make I've got a shower song. Yeah, we've heard um, it. We don't need to hear that. Uh, we do have. Yesterday, we had a song um, from Kate who did a song when she is vacuuming with her Dyson. Mm, 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 mm,
4: mm, mm, mm. She's a good vacuum. She don't make no fuss. She's gonna take <laughs> all of that dust. Mm.
2: And today we're talking to uh, some more people who would like to uh, share their mundane songs. Hello, Ellen in Canberra.
0: Hello.
2: Thank you very much for joining us. What song do you sing just uh, that you've made up on the spot?
0: Uh, I have a song that I sing to my dogs. Um, Their names are Bonesy and Jerry. Very nice. Uh, So I sing this uh, when we go for walks, but also I just kind of bust it out around the house sometimes. Um, It goes, Bonesy and Jerry. Jerry
2: and Bonesy, together they're Jonesy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, that is a very like good that.
0: melody. I've got to, I've got to be uh,
2: honest with you here, Ellen. <laughs> I Bonesy, think yeah, there is potential in that. Remember, we are going to try and produce up the best original song to uh, potentially follow in the footsteps of some, uh, some very big names. So thank you very much for that, Ellen. That your song is in yeah, the mix. Very.
4: Thanks.
2: And Thanks, uh, say hi to... Uh, Jonesy for us, the uh the power duo of the dog wife. Uh Joe from Port Macquarie, hello to you. Hi, Alex,
4: how are you? Really well,
2: thank you. Very excited to uh hear your entry into uh, <laughs> Matt and Alex's mundane songs. Uh oh, what do you, do you might sing?
4: Regret that. Um I sing a song to my children. I feel like I need
2: to put a disclaimer in first that no children
4: were harmed
1: in the making of this, <laughs> oh, this Okay, this is a spicy <laughs> start.
2: Right. Okay. On. Is it is it because it's uh, explicit parental guidance recommended or what why is this? <laughs>
4: No, 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 not a, no swear words. Okay. No, it, it just threatens violence, but
1: there is no follow through. Oh, okay, that's yeah, right. Oh, okay. Um, are right. we going to get pulled off air after this, Joe? No, no, no,
4: no, I promise. It really is sweet and innocent. Okay, All right. well,
2: right, let's okay. hear it. Let's, let's make up it. our own minds. Let's Here we go.
4: When you've been naughty and you need a smack, super quickie, me mommy is there. But you better watch out because she's so cranky, stinky. Super
2: cranking me, mommy. Well, not too bad there, Joe. I mean, I know there's some Aussie hip hop uh, groups recently have got into trouble from the police because of the you know the content of their lyrics and the gigs that they put on. So hopefully you don't get shut down like uh, like those particular (laughs) artists. But we appreciate (laughs) you jumping in the mix as well.
4: Oh, no worries.
2: Thanks, (laughs) Joe. We've also got Karen from Geelong. Hello, Karen. Hi, Alex. Thank you very wow. much. Ooh, I'm getting a lot of introductions here myself, Well, uh, I mean, you, you, you
1: get to press all the buttons. I'm here too, Karen. Uh, tell us about Matt. your song. It's
0: about not knowing how to do things. Okay. <laughs> and, but, uh, and you like, sing
2: it when you don't know how to do something?
0: Yeah, just anything. If I get into that situation, which well, that's is a lot.
2: Nice and relatable, Matt, because both you and I... Often don't know how to do things. Um, uh, I need to know this song right now. Okay, so uh, let's let's hear it. Let's see how we go here, Karen. I don't know what I'm
0: doing. I don't know. Oh, I've stuffed it. Hey, <laughs> hey.
2: Are you the
1: telling irony. me you don't know <laughs> what you're doing, how to sing the you don't know what you're doing song?
0: Yeah, it's completely. I don't know what I do, it's just <laughs> okay. I don't know well, what then I'm I, doing.
1: I liked where this was going, so yeah. keep keep let's let's start again. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I
0: don't know what I'm doing. Why don't I know the things? Yes.
2: <laughs> like, I don't know the thing. The, the beauty of it, Karen, is you could have sung anything and it would have been correct. So yeah, I, I, I appreciate your dedication to getting it absolutely right. And I reckon that's another uh, that's another good uh, one to put in the running. Thank you very much for talking to us, and we will catch you later. All right. <laughs> oh, Karen, what a sweetheart. We've also got Sarah from Adelaide. Hey, Sarah.
0: Hello. How are you both?
2: Feeling real good here, Sarah, Sarah, because uh, I reckon we're we're starting to get a few hits on our hands, and we're very much looking forward to your entry. First of all, when do you sing this made-up song?
0: Look, you know, just whenever we're really feeling in the mood. um, There isn't really an exact time and place that it it comes out. Um, But
1: When you you say when you're in the mood, do you mean like when you're in the mood?
0: Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) Um,
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: when you're just feeling a little bit down in the dump, then you know, one of us needs a little bit of cheering up, then mm-hmm. we just pop out our song.
1: Okay, well, take it away, Sarah.
0: All right. I've also just got my husband here because it is, it is a duet. It's a oh,
1: it's the first duet that we've had.
0: Okay, <laughs> well, I'm very, very
1: excited. Sarah, can we uh, meet your husband very quickly? What's his name?
0: Yep, so his name is Mitch, and he's uh, here as well. Oh
4: guys,
2: okay. On you, Mitch, right, lo- looking forward Mitch. to hearing the harmonies from you here. Let's take it away. I'm a
4: little cat, I'm a little cat, I'm a little cat, Mow, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> that was it, guys. That well, is that pretty damn it. good. That, that is pretty it.
2: damn good. I'm loving yep. that. those areas we're working with there. Thank you very much, Sarah and Mitch from Adelaide. Uh, that is in the running. We'll catch you later. Thanks.
0: Bye.
2: I think that is so good. The only territory that we could be in trouble there, Matt, is a little bit of plagiarism because our well, next guest it's it's overlapping it's parallel conception parallel thinking yes. yes okay so our next guest has written a song about not only a cat but a man and you're going to be meeting him up next but next week on the show we should say that if you want to get your final songs in, please send a video of you singing it to our Alex Instagram so that we can um, put it through and we're going to present the best ones to our special judge to figure out which one we're going to produce up. Nice and schmick, Matty.
1: Yeah, the winner will get full production done up by Woods is the Goods, Alex's partner, incredible I'll, musician Woods.
2: I'll run it by her and make sure that that's fine.
1: <laughs> have you, <laughs> seriously, have you checked? Have yeah, you even I'm, have you broached the subject with her? I'm
2: slightly in passing. <laughs> and did she say, "Oh, cool," or did she just say, "Oh"? I think her I think her words were not again. <laughs> 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 but we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out later. Uh, you are with Matt and Alex all day. Breakfast, Mister Sam Mack, up next. Order up.
1: Just how you like it. Perfect. Yes, you are, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. And it gives us great pleasure to welcome to our show a gentleman who is a Gold Logie nominee, no less. Uh, he is the current weather presenter on Sunrise, uh, Australian TV host and entertainer,
3: Sam Mack. Matt and Alex, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, Very exciting to get the call up.
2: No, this is it. Your first trip onto all-day breakfast. So I appreciate you coming here. I mean, I wish it was under better circumstances. The Logies are cancelled. Your chance to potentially go one step better in 2020 now not on. How are you feeling about that?
3: Another full calendar year of being a loser, a.k.a. (laughs) nominee. Dear, Uh, oh dear, it
1: was pretty impressive stuff, man. And uh, you know, you you certainly earned it. You're traveling all around Australia all the time, working hard, uh, not just doing the weather, but interacting with with communities around Australia, and also bringing out some bangers. Okay, (laughs) you might have heard Alex and I have been talking about dropping a novelty song, a bit of a collab with uh, with a listener recently, and. uh, We thought we'd get in touch with you because you are you're, you're a bit of a, a pro when it comes to dropping novelty songs.
3: Well, first of all, I'm, I'm going to be upfront and say that I'm offended that you're referring to Half Man Half Cat as a novelty song. Uh, <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> have, have you not taken time to really digest the lyrics, guys? Have you not analysed the song properly?
2: Well, um, if if you haven't heard it before, and for us who obviously haven't listened to it close enough, here is a little bit of Sam Mack Feet The Wiggles, not the other way around, Half Man Half Cats. <laughs> Up in the air, and wave them all around like you just
3: don't care. When I say cat, you say meow, cat, meow. You know what? Still sounds as good as the first day we laid it down in the studio. And well. actually thought Hot Potato Studios is the actual name of the Wiggles recording studio. I'm not making that up. HBS as I call it.
2: And how does it come about that you, you were in Hot Potato Studios and you just started singing yourself Half Man, Half Cat? We did a morning for Sunrise
3: behind the scenes with the Wiggles as they were about to um, launch their Party Time Big Show. <laughs> <laughs> and... I've been chatting in the DMs for about a year or so with Anto, or Blue Wiggle, as you probably know him, Anthony, <laughs> and he very foolishly one, in one of our chats said, hey, if you're ever in the studio, you should come in and we should have a jam.
2: <laughs> oh, that's scary because if I mean, you do follow Mr. Sam Mack on Instagram, you'll know he's partial to a jam with his uh, guitar there.
1: Dude, getting called in for a jam with Anthony from the Wiggles, that's like getting... Jimi Hendrix asked me to drop by to, you know, just have a quick riff on one of his fenders, you know? It
3: is. It's it's equal parts intimidating and amazing. So I put in a lot of work. I basically spent uh, most of my hungover Sunday writing the lyrics to Half Man, Half Cat on the the slight opportunity that they might say, hey, do you have anything you want to, like, you know, play with us or do for us? And that's literally how it came about. In one of the live crosses, I did 30 seconds of Half Man, Half Cat. On the spot, Anthony said, that's a hit. (laughs) And then he said, because all kids around the world understand what cats are. (laughs) Amazing. And and then he said on the spot, he said, We'd love you to record this with us. We'll do a video clip today, and we'd love you to perform it in our stadium tour later in the year in front of 5,000
2: kids. It was actually,
3: honestly, it was my Susan Boyle moment. I'll never forget it. It was so special.
2: Well, it's lucky that uh, you came to me, and I told you to change the lyrics from half man, half ocelot, uh, because (laughs) otherwise if you said that to the Wiggles, they would have gone, no, kids know what that is.
1: Seriously, I mean that's that's a great story. That's why we've got in touch with you, Sam, because we want to learn from the best. Alex Dyson, you you brought up the subject of, of novelty song.
2: Well, I believe my information was was uh, yes yeah, sparked by Tully from Big Brother season ten, <laughs> who said when she went into the house because you're just by yourself and you just there's no outside world, she'd sing what she's doing. And I'm like, why well, do that not in the Big Brother house. Um, and so, Sam, we want to take that and take a listener's song that they sing and take it to the world. Have you got any advice for us when it comes to, as they say in the biz, laying down?
3: Well, well, the first piece of advice I would give is to attach yourself to an artist or an act who are much more successful and globally (laughs) liked than Mm. you are. So, for me, that was very easy. I could pick anyone. So, <laughs> but the Wiggles were a good starting point. I've also done the same thing with Nicky Webster. Um, just get on the Spotify, Strawberry Kisses 2017, Feet Sam Mac. Should have been the other way around, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, attach yourself to someone um, good and known and popular. That's a good start. Yep. Uh, the other thing I would say is repetition is key. Think about all of the earworm songs. Think about, you know, if you want to call them novelty songs, the songs that just get into your psyche, songs like Baby Shark, songs like Half Man, Half Cat. (laughs) The repetition is a big part of it because it's a noisy, Mm. scary marketplace out there. It's hard to get noticed. But if you have something and you commit to it 110%, you stick to your guns, you may infuriate a lot of people, but they'll Mm. remember you.
1: Ice, ice, baby. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying now. So just repeat yourself a few times in the chorus. Interesting. When you were writing uh, Half Man, Half Cat, was there anything, did you write any, you know, lyrics that were a little bit too spicy for the, uh, for the global market?
3: Well, I had my target demographic really clearly worked out, which was um, children aged four to seven and their hot mums. <laughs> so I, I, I knew what I was targeting. And you might notice the bit that you played just before Call and response is always a good tactic. Get your audience involved. So you, you, you remember the lyrics, and this just kind of came to me on the day. But I thought, if I say cat, you say meow, cat, and then imagine a, a school full of kids just going meow, and that works. So call and response, it's like the old nightclub thing, you know, putting the mic out to the crowd. That stuff works. You need a flavor flav style hype man, someone yep. to really see the crowd moving.
2: Alrighty, well, I oh, tell you what, I think a we're, we're equipped trove. to uh, compile the rest of the songs across the weekend. And uh, potentially next week, we will choose our hit that we're going to uh, make massive and hopefully get a couple of billion views on YouTube. What's Half Man, Half Cat on at the moment, Sam?
3: Uh, I think it's approaching seven or 800,000. So, um, what? Seriously? yeah,
1: it's cruising along. Wow, that is very impressive. Tell you what, a cat with nine lives, good. A cat with nine hundred thousand views, better. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be aiming for that. We're going to be aiming. But I, think
3: because, but I think because I'm half man, half cat, that means I only get four point five lives. Well, okay, fair the, enough. Well, you have used... All right.
1: Well, well, look, we've got we we thank you for the knowledge that you've brought. Mm. Um, we, we're licking ourselves with uh, excitement, <laughs> and we will uh, look forward to playing you the finished product for your. Well, lick of approval. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Does this mean I'm a repeat guest? You could be a repeat guest, Sam Mack. We're looking forward to uh, to joining you again. And do not take what Matt just said and put it into a kid's song. We do not want (laughs) I'm a half man and I'm licking myself uh, (laughs) as your next single. Uh, Thank you very much, my friend. Well, We'll that's what you do if you are single.
3: Anyways, (laughs) thanks, Sam. Bye. Thanks, guys. Love your work. (laughs)
2: All day breakfast. Now, Matt, let's move on from half man, half cat to cat the size of a man. Because for many years around this great nation, (laughs) sightings of a potential king-sized kitty have been been about. Photos have been taken (laughs) over many years through many forests and bushlands. And the latest one is almost one of the clearest we've seen. It was taken by a photographer, Amber Nozeda around the Otways region. And we're lucky enough to join Amber right now from Apollo Bay. Hello, Amber Nozeda.
4: Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> slightly
2: <Well>. terrified. Slightly <laughs> terrified, Amber. Uh,
1: no, Amber, <laughs> we're great. We're, we're very excited by what you caught on, uh, on film the other day. What Can you describe to us what happened?
4: Um, I was I was actually out just photographing birds. I mean, mind you, I've probably said this about twenty times in the last couple of hours. Um, I was out. Damn, photographing- we filmed I, I this as an
2: exclusive interview. Emma, yeah, this uh, is not I a was-
4: scoop. <laughs> Oh no, just to locals, you know, everybody keeps on asking same oh, gotcha. thing. You know, out in the street, they're all saying, "What did you see? What did you see?" Um, I was out photographing birds, um, and at a particular bird, I was looking for, and um, the actual. Um, light was starting to fade and I sort of thought, you know what, um, I'm just going to pack up my camera, this is not going to work um, and I'm just going to go home sorry, my dogs are just barking Are they um, agitated so because thought, there's something in the backyard? Yeah, I think they've, they've just seen my daughter they think she's a wild cat <laughs> Oh, right <laughs> um, So basically I was um, just putting my gear away in the car and then I saw um, something in my rear vision mirror looking like a black wallaby and, and I saw all of his aren't black. <laughs> um, and then I looked again. I thought, what is that? It, it, maybe it's a dog. So I thought, this is pointless. I'll just grab my camera out and have a look. I've got a telephoto lens so I mm. could see exactly what it was. And it started to to walk off across the road. So I quickly took a couple of photos. And I looked in my viewfinder. And I went, oh, my God, that's a cat. Like, it was quite large. I mean, I'm not saying... Panther size, mm. but it was about the size of a you know a medium dog like a Labrador or even. Whoa, a, Labrador's a big was, no, not, not a big Labrador, just a smallish, you know, um, size Labrador. And but it was thick set like that, so it had a thick tail, it, its face was quite square. Mm. Um, the small, you know, ears. This is when I'm looking back in my photo. And I just thought, what have I just taken a photo of? <gasps> like it's not your normal little pussycat running around like your little feral cat.
1: No. This was no. this
4: was quite chunky and and I did sort of question I have heard the Otway Panther's, you know, theories and the legendary, you know, talk really? about it. There, what, there been,
2: you've heard whispers before this moment.
4: <laughs> Lots of whispers, Yes. Yeah. Well, someone who grew up
2: whispers. in Western Victoria, you watch the local news and it probably happens every <laughs>
4: six to eight months,
2: I'd say, potentially, Amber. There'd be a sighting, but not quite as clear as uh, we've seen on, on your footage there. Now, just to be clear, there is no Joe Exotic kind of park nearby Apollo Bay that this cat could have escaped from.
4: <laughs> no.
1: Okay. No, okay. nothing. And, I mean, are you, like, pretty sure that this is the one? Do you think that there's <laughs> more of these?
4: I think they're all through the Otways, everywhere. <gasps> but I kind of just feel like they are overly large, feral cats. Right. Because they are everywhere. How can one panther be all around Victoria, down in Gippsland and everywhere else, even though – Yes, there could be multiple um, multiple of them. But to me, you know, this post had gone up and I had a phone call from a lady only just yesterday and she said, oh, my God, I saw your post on the TV. We were down at Hopeton Falls. We've come this back road. And she said, we're from Melbourne, not familiar with the area. She said, a big cat jumped out in front of us on the road. She said, I haven't seen anything like it before. And they went home back to Melbourne kind of shocked that what did they see? And then she said, and lo and behold, here's um, the news article about a black cat.
2: Well, and you, she, you said and that she, it joins a, a, a growing list of big cats <laughs> that Australians have seen. <laughs> oh. uh, notable ones include Gippsland phantom cats. Uh, in the Gippsland region of Southeastern Victoria, it's believed American World War II airmen brought cougars with them as mascots and then released them into the bush well. running wild. <laughs> You've got the Grampians puma. A uh, st- study by Deakin University concluding that it- the existence of big cats in the Grampians Mountain Range was demonstrated beyond a reasonable doubt. That's that's wild. There's the Blue Mountains Panther. There's the Tantanula Tiger, <laughs> which apparently was around <laughs> in 1895. Sunshine Coast have apparently had got some big cats around the place. Though no, it could be, could be everywhere. Um, but did, would the cat feel your presence? Do you think, Amber?
4: I don't know that it saw me because if it did, it would have pretty much. Ran quickly across Eating the you. road.
1: We wouldn't it be talking it, it to it you, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> your two little legs would be poking out its mouth. <laughs> <As> it
4: <laughs> oh, look! If it ate me, it probably wouldn't need to eat for a month or so. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> Amber.
1: Do you, um, do you think this is the start of your blurry animal photography? Oh no! You know, I'm I mean, gonna... are you? Is has this ignited a passion to hit the hit? You know, the Colorado <laughs> mountains and find the Yeti or something.
4: No, I'm going to sneak away, and I'm going to just concentrate on birds of prey at the moment. No, no,
2: yeah, no, no! no. You've got to make of Australia's more got to make our own um, big five. You know, Africa, you photograph the big five. You've got your, you know, your elephants, <laughs> your lions, and rhinos, and whatever. Mm-hmm. In Australia, you want to photograph the grampians puma. The Gippsland <laughs> phantom cat? That's not the Australian five. We got to look. The bunyip. Like, got to take a photo oh. of the bunyip. No, look. If this is just a
1: massive feral cat, then we've got to go a massive feral cat. Maybe like a, a giant chihuahua, uh, <laughs> <laughs> some sort of big chook. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the sort of the size of a small emu, but definitely just goes brak, brak. <laughs> uh, You know, let's get the giant possum. Well, let's
2: get our listeners to decide on the Australian Big Five and we will let you go, Amber. Uh, Thank you very much (laughs) for providing another chapter in the legend (laughs) of the Otway's Panther and it's it's quite a large one at that and we appreciate you uh, you joining us and best of luck. Um, Thank you. Next time you're uh, taking photos of the birds of prey.
4: (laughs) If I find another photo like this, I'm not going to share it. Oh, why not? Oh, is it is it a yes. weird experience having no, like okay. all this Keep interest? I to myself. <laughs> you're going to be like the old
2: lady at the end of Titanic, throwing the photo off into the water <laughs> so no one can believe what's going on. Yeah.
1: How many Tasmanian tigers have you seen? Be honest, Dan. I bet you, I bet you've seen
2: them all, haven't you? And you're just keeping them from call us.
4: Me, they're already calling me the cat woman. Oh, i can't okay. be the tiger woman
2: as well. Well, I've, I'm called Rat Dog, so it could be worse. There, but thank you very much for joining us. We'll no catch worries. you later. <laughs> thank you. Bye.
4: Bye.
2: All day breakfast. With a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm mm which is bringing us towards the end of this Friday show Matt O'Kine and on a Friday we do like to get through a uh, little bits of correspondence see what's left in the fridge before we go away from work for the weekend so we're not uh, nothing's going off in the couple <laughs> of days that we're uh, that we're away
1: yeah and uh, we thank you always for getting in touch with us uh, via any of the methods there's discord there's our instagram at matt.n.alex uh and to kick things off let's have a look at a message from Jay Waltz who, with regards to our classic catches segment, uh, said the year was 2002. Dad had just bought a brand new Land Cruiser. All my life, I've been the type of person with an upset stomach to vomit in the car. Ten minutes um, from home, I start feeling unwell. Before you know it, I'm gagging in the back seat. Dad in the passenger seat looks at my mum, cups his hands together and dives over <laughs> in perfect timing to catch my massive spew. <laughs> How can you catch a spew? With well-cupped hands, my friend. (laughs) Mum puts down the passenger window for my dad to throw the vomit out the window, looks at him and says, what are you doing? Dad says, you can never get the smell of chunder out of a car. It's brand freaking new and I'm not smelling that forever.
2: Catching a spew. That is pretty well done. Uh, Thank you very much. Got to let that finish off. Uh, we've got a really nice message here from Bridge, uh, who has hit us on our Discord, which you can get through. The link's on the Matt and Instagram, head through. It's a little community you can hang out with there. And uh, Bridge was having uh, sent us a message regarding uh, your Tuesday conversation, Matt O'Kine, a couple of... Uh, instances in which you've experienced some um, yeah, pretty rough racism, Even, albeit casual at times. It's, uh, Yeah, it certainly sticks with you, and it was really impressive from you once again. And Bridge was really appreciated by saying, I've been trying to have a real conversation with a few friends, and I honestly don't feel I was cutting through. Being a 30-year-old white female, I don't think they were ready to listen to anything coming from me, so I sent them the Matt Nally's podcast on Tuesday to all my closest friends and asked them to listen to at least the first 16 minutes. It's been the message we needed and we finally started the conversation and she's included a bit of a text that she got uh, from one of her friends saying, wow, I feel like this is the first piece of media I've heard or experienced where it really hit home. Everything else seems to be just talking about things that I can't control or I can't relate to or I don't even have a part in because I don't live in the country or I don't see this, but it helped me really understand what I need to do. Thanks for sharing. I don't really know him as in you, Badokai. And uh, Bridges said, well, I'm a bit obsessed with him. I've read his book and watched his TV show and listened to his oh, podcast. Well, all right. so well, thank you for this that. This is, uh, yeah, really nice from Bridge. And thank you, Bridge, for um for sharing it as well. That's really kind of you and good to hear that your friends were, were really receptive to it. That was yeah, great. Yeah,
1: that's really, really awesome and, and it means a lot. So thank you. Um, we also chatted to a completely other end of the scale. We chatted to Tully Smythe from Big Brother Season 10 about the new season of Big Brother that's coming out. We got chatting a little bit about reality shows and how do you get on them etc and so Sophie got in touch with us. Hello
2: Sophie from Sophie from North Richmond.
0: Hello, how are we?
2: Really good, thank you. Now we were talking a bit about reality TV and how one can get involved and uh, you've actually got a bit of a story about that.
0: Yeah, so it was a bit of a stitch up at first. Um my mate dared me to attempt to go on a dating show and I say, "Alright, Takey pick as to which one and they all sort of be good at first dates. Oh, okay. Cool.
2: The they got to got pick between The Bachelor and Dating <laughs> Naked and everything and yeah. you chose first dates.
0: Turns out I'm not good for like a long term thing for them. They just wanted a quick in and out. <laughs> My
1: um, partner like is obsessed <laughs> with this show. Like honestly yeah. absolutely loves it. Can you philosophy? T- over is by
2: it- our previous guest, Sam Mack,
1: as well. Yes. There's some trivia for you. And is it is it awkward when you're on it? Do you
0: actually like is oh, it yeah. sort
1: of like what it looks like on TV?
0: No, not at all. I was drunk. Um, <laughs> Sophie, um,
2: <laughs> responsibly, well, I'm, I'm, of course. I'm
0: just to be my real self. On most dates, I've always been drunk, so why hide the truth? No, um.
2: Sophie, come on. It's going on, on television. You don't. You want to be, be in control, Sophie? Be your yeah, best self, Sophie. I
0: was, I was, but um, no, I also, I, I had a, I had a shock surprise, when I also, um, at the interviews, they. We're talking about Tinder and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I've been on it. I've been, even got my mum on it. And they're like, oh, yeah, your mum, She's still single? I was like, yeah, they're like, she want to come on the show with you. And I was like, you know what? Let's give her a call. <laughs> Called her on the spot. And she was like, yeah, bugger it. Got nothing else to do. So... She came on with me. I took mum on a double date on TV. Oh, wait, so
2: you, you had two other people who were potentially dating you both yes. as well?
0: So my date looked like Larry Edna um, and <laughs> <laughs> and then her date was a, a gentleman around her age and here it was two separate dates but in the same room at the same time Ooh, and oh, no one oh, knew what was going on. Oh, and wait. Oh, okay, oh. now I've got to find out.
1: <laughs> I've got to – oh, wait. Oh, so so wait. You weren't at the same table. You were just in the same no. room.
0: Yep, same okay,
1: rhyme. now I do have to find out, Sophie, um, yes. at the end, Yes. when it came time to say, will you guys go on another date, did yes. you say yes or no, and did you get rejected or not?
0: No, so I said yes, because I hate breaking people's hearts. I didn't want to, but I felt bad, so I said yes. <laughs> that's I a did, way to a healthy That's a cop-out, Sophie, <laughs> so come on. It, no, it definitely is, it definitely is. But I did go on the second date with him, because I thought, you know what, yeah. I'll give it another crack. But, yeah, it didn't go anywhere. Uh,
2: but the price it was, was not not right. <laughs> are You like? Are you glancing over at your mum's table seeing how she's going on her
0: date? Were you even oh, I concentrating? Called her, I called her date dad. Oh, so, yeah.
4: He <laughs> Love it. I was
0: like, hey, dad. But mind you, we sat down as a family, Mike, because my mum and dad, they've been separated, but they're still best mates.
2: They, we all watched it together as a family. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, so well, so we very much appreciate you telling us all about <laughs> it, and uh, yeah, hopefully, um, uh, are you in a, in a relationship now?
0: Yes, I am. And actually, Matt, I apologize on my boyfriend's behalf. He was really drunk at your orange show and was like yelling out. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> well, you, you were made All for good. each other. <laughs> it was only
1: it was only a <laughs> tiny room where every was, single whisper know, could be heard. So thanks he for that. Like,
0: there was like 150 people there. I'm like, no, there wasn't. There definitely wasn't. There but, couldn't be. There's a maximum
1: of 80 in that room. It's a tiny that, little cafe, okay. but it was a really great it, gig. So thank you very was, much for coming out.
2: Yeah, oh, no, you're the best, you. Sophie. Cheers. Thanks, Sophie. <laughs> okay, really appreciate you it. Bye. Which does bring us to the end of another All Day Breakfast, Matt O'Kine. Very excited to be uh, cruising into another weekend, not the least of which because if you do miss a bit of Matt and Alice content over the, uh, the weekend, we've got some good news for you. Yeah, we, uh, we're going to comprise a little bit of uh, a best of selection, a little
1: tasty uh, digus every single Saturday for you. Which we're calling the Matt and Alex Bottomless Brunch. So it gives you some of the finest little moments from our
2: week. Yeah, if you heard our Monday uh, one for the first month, I th- we're going to bring that in every Saturday so you get to hear the best bits. If you do miss a week, if you do uh, yeah, need to catch up, that's really good to jump on. As well as that, if you're feeling a little bit hungry at midnight on Saturday, keep your eyes on your feed. There could be a little all-day breakfast midnight snack appearing Uh this week with the one and only Sam Mack so it was it was a lot of fun so make sure you're uh, tuning in for that one late yeah. late night on the weekend
1: Yeah, Please keep sending in your uh, your fun songs to us, we'll find a winner very very shortly Guys, have a great one, this is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast
0: Hey. That's it, the All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed We've Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au